In 2237, the Fourth Light Division of the Terran Stellar Navy vanished into an interdimensional rift. Now they wear the crimson sword and planet uniform of the Terran Stellar Empire. The union of spacefaring planets is but a ragtag alliance of rebellion. Ambition and oppression surround them. Who can be trusted? Who must be watched? And where is the way home? You're listening to Nixora Free News, and this is Fleet News Pulse. This week on The Pulse, allies have come to the aid of the resistance, ships lost, traversing imperial space, valiant marines hold a gate, and the tale of this reporter's rescue. But first, let's listen to this week's propaganda from the Empire. All this on the pulse. Here is the summary of recent events across the operational area of the Spinwood Marches. Imperial control of the Cerberus system is now firmly re-established. This was clearly demonstrated when a powerful insurgent strike force was easily defeated by Sub-Admiral McCullough's strategically placed, freshly trained and equipped, First Battle Command reinforcements. The rebels initially achieved surprise with a sneak attack on DS-48. They caused widespread alarm when they vandalized the station in a fruitless raid for supplies. The quick-thinking ISN picket did get off a warning to other stations before they were brutally overwhelmed. The strength and desperation of the rebel scum were made apparent when they succeeded in partially deploying a ragtag assault force onto the Cerberus Gate control station. That was, however, the high watermark of their feeble defiance. Shortly thereafter, their powerful flagship was crippled and destroyed. The guerrilla fighters aboard the station were easily contained, and after a brief standoff, during which they murdered several station personnel, the remainder were captured. The battered remnants of the attacking ships did slink away through the gate to Hjorden. It is for this reason that the Imperium recently revoked the treaty rights of the obnoxious little Hjorden aliens and took over their two stations near the gate. Without this foresighted preparation on the part of Sub-Admiral McCullough, who knows what kind of alien invasion might have been triggered. The captured rebels show links to the dissident smuggling activities for which Subcommandant Adelaide Mundy is about to be convicted at Fortress Fenring. Again, thanks to Sub-Admiral McCullough's wise preparations and careful organization, elements of the Azure Legion are thought to be on hand to expedite their arraignment. Ex-Prefect Hundro Moritani is showing signs of failing health. For this reason, his trial, and that of Mundi, is being moved up, as it is important to prove the guilt of this traitor before he can pretend to some sort of martyrdom. Imperial Justiciar Margot is en route to conduct proceedings at Fortress Fenring. Here is the Command Outreach Briefing of recent 4th Light Division operations. The insurgent force identifying themselves as the 4th Light Division emerged from the cover of the dense nebulae and asteroid fields beyond the Cerberus Forward Command Perimeter and attempted to seize the Gate Control Station long enough to arrange passage to Hjordan for the battlefront supply ship they were escorting. This group seemed to be operating the ships last seen under command of the 4th Hunter Group. The division successfully overcame ISN pickets at DS-48 and resupplied at the station. 
In Cerberus Sector 2, the Imperial Navy had assembled a formidable force to deny access to the gate control. Despite this, 4LD gamely cleared a path to the station and put two teams of Marines aboard. The strain of making that strike and defending supply ship Grant meant insufficient force to hold back the strong ISN presence. After suffering major damage to her drive and issuing a mayday, the crew of Oblivion were forced to take the life pods before she was destroyed. Relentless, Excision and Invictus were able to rescue Oblivion's crew, but not able to fight through the regrouped Imperial Detachment defending the gate control. Contact was lost with the Marine Exfiltration Beacons, and the Division forced to accompany Grant to the Hjordan Gate, closely pursued by the ISN. Staff Sergeant Lark's Marines were unable to hold the gate controls, and the Division had to brute force their way through the gate to Hjordan at the cost of significant damage to the vessel drive systems. It is hoped that Rebel units can establish contact with this new band of Freedom Fighters. We owe much of this broadcast to the feet Oblivion's Marines were able to open while they were in the control center. We salute you, brothers and sisters. Cry freedom! And that's all the news for this cycle. Tune in next time for the truth about what's happening in Imperial space and the entire Spiral Arm. This has been Fleet News Pulse. You're listening to the Nixora Free Network, a blazing torch in the night. This show is part of the Planetside Productions Network. For more information, please visit www.planetside.pro. And thank you for listening.